In the grand scheme of things, I, I can't complain. 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 complain. Can't complain. Who's gonna complain? Huh? Him? <laughs> It's the I Can Complain podcast. My name is John. I've been eating so many donuts recently that I was embarrassed to go back to the same location for like the sixth straight day. That's where I'm at in my life. I don't know how you're living your life, but my life, I'm embarrassed to frequent the places that I frequent because I'm now addicted to sugar. I told you guys a couple of, when was it? Six months ago, eight months ago, I quit coffee. I'm off coffee. I haven't had coffee in eight months, but now I'm addicted to sugar. I also quit drinking alcohol. I switched addictions. I'm off coffee. I'm off caffeine. I'm off alcohol, and I'm fully addicted to sugar now. There's this uh, donut place here called Donut World, and they make delicious raspberry donuts. Delicious raspberry donuts. But I've been going there every day. I've been picking up a couple of donuts. They also have good cinnamon rolls. But I went there so many days in a row. I was like, man, they have another location on the other side of town. I've got to go over to the other location because this same woman is working at the donut shop every goddamn day. And every day she sees my ass. She knows what I order at this point. So I was embarrassed. So I drove across town. I drove the extra five miles to go to the other donut shop. Probably owned by the same people. My luck was she wasn't working, but I walked in. I bought a couple of donuts. It turns out the other location has even better donuts. So now I'm driving across town. Now I'm going out of my way just to get a slightly better version of the donut. They're humongous though, guys. They're perfectly round. They're like softball-sized donuts. I practically have to unhinge my jaw just to put one of these donuts in my mouth. I guess that counts as exercise. I'm counting that as exercise. I've been eating these donuts in my bed, and the fact that I have to open my mouth extra wide just to eat the donut, that counts as exercise. I was addicted to Pillsbury Toaster Strudels there for a few months, and now I'm just buying these donuts. I'm too lazy to even heat up a Pillsbury Toaster Strudel. Now I'm buying donuts from the donut shop. It's fucked up. I also ordered some Vietnamese food this week, a few days ago. And what I like about Vietnamese food, guys, it's the same thing I like about Chinese food and Thai food. There's a lot of waste when it comes to the packaging. I appreciate the waste. I like how everything's portioned separately. There's a plastic container for the rice, a plastic container for the curry, packets of fucking uh, soy sauce, little cups of sriracha, little cups of Vietnamese dipping sauce. There's different cups for every single fucking thing. And those plastic containers that the rice and the curry comes in, I guarantee that they won't decompose for generations. I'll be dead for hundreds of years before those ever decompose in the ground. If I throw those out my car window, they're going to be on the side of the highway for years. For fucking years. It's the exact opposite of like a soul food place where everything comes in one giant tray. The only waste when you order soul food, if you get soul food, you get a plate. The only waste there is when they wrap up the cornbread in plastic wrap. But I like these Asian places, guys. They're not afraid of waste. Most places are trying to reduce packaging. Everything in Starbucks is biodegradable. When I go to Sprouts to shop, they don't even give me a bag anymore. They refuse to give me a bag. They said, you've got to carry your shit out in your hands. One guy told me that. He said, we're not giving you a bag. You better carry this shit out or bring your own bag. I'm carrying boxes of shit out of Sprouts like I just looted the place. That's what it looks like. If you didn't know any better, you thought that I just looted Sprouts because I'm just, I've got an armful of shit just carrying it out to my car because they won't give me a bag.
I just don't know why we're so concerned. I live hundreds of miles. I probably live about 200 miles from the coastline. I've never done the math, but I probably live about 200 miles from the ocean. And from what I see, most of the trash just ends up in the ocean. I always see these like floating islands of plastic debris in the ocean. And I get it. That kind of sucks if you're swimming in the ocean, but I don't swim in the ocean. I don't have to be concerned with waste. I don't have to be concerned with stuff that doesn't break down naturally. Because guess what? I'm going to be dead in 50 years max. I don't have any kids and I don't care about the future. We got people out here going all natural and composting. Meanwhile, I'm saving up trash bags full of plastic waste just so the next time I go to the ocean, I can dump it in that motherfucker to get rid of it. I'm just planning trips to the ocean just to pollute. And people say, John, what about the sea turtles? Don't you love the sea turtles? Sea turtles haven't done anything for me. Sure, they're majestic animals, but what good do sea turtles do me? Really? Let's ask that question. Has sea turtles never helped me pay my mortgage? A sea turtles never paid my car off. Sea turtles don't do shit for me. Fuck the sea turtles. And a lot of people probably don't agree with my stance on the sea turtles. A lot of people love sea turtles. A lot of people are actually looking forward to the future. They have descendants that they're thinking of, but I don't, so I don't care. I have a news story here, if you want to call it that, from the New York Post. It says a New York group representing delis and convenience stores has threatened legal action against rapper Snoop Dogg, former heavyweight champ Mike Tyson, and wrestler Hulk Hogan for peddling banned-flavored nicotine vapes that have become popular with teens. For the love of God, can we just let the kids smoke, please? Generations of kids in America have grown up smoking, and now adults have a problem with it. They smoked when they were younger, but now they won't let the kids enjoy the same freedoms that they had. Just let the kids smoke. Let the kids pollute. Let the kids be kids. Let them get into trouble. Let them start some shit. Let them burn down some abandoned warehouses. The article says the devices are sold in fruity and dessert flavors such as apple gummy, strawberry shortcake, and cotton candy. Maybe I sympathize with these kids because I'm addicted to sweets and sugar now. But let them vape a little apple pie. Let them do what they want to do. If they want to start fires and pollute, let them start some fires and pollute. Let them have fun. This is all coming to an end pretty soon, so let them get some fucking enjoyment out of life. Just because as an adult you don't enjoy life doesn't mean you can't let your kids enjoy life. Everybody's so concerned about pollution. Like, this current group of living Americans has to be the first to tackle the pollution issue. They didn't care about this for hundreds and hundreds of years. Since the Industrial Revolution... They've just made this place more unhospitable to live. They've made it dirtier. They've made it greasier, grimier, filthier. And now we have to be the first to kickstart all this bullshit? I have to get my car emissions tested. I have to carry my groceries out of the grocery store like an animal. Meanwhile, a hundred years ago, you know what their solution to all this shit was? Let's build a national park... That requires no effort at all. Let's just designate an area where we won't build more shit and we'll hire a park ranger. We'll pay him $4.50 an hour to sit on his ass and make sure nobody fucking throws trash in the river there. That was their solution. The lazy solution. I like the lazy solutions. I don't like when I have to carry my groceries through a 90 degree parking lot to a car that I have to have emissions tested 
with my fucking, I'm on my third catalytic converter right now. I have to have that replaced every three years just because it doesn't meet standards. Meanwhile, over in China, they're polluting like a motherfucker. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm a bad person. I'm not a good person. I'm only for environmental regulations when it makes my life easier. Like when I wake up at 8 a.m. in the morning and my homeowners association has paid guys to blow leaves. They blow leaves every three days here during the fall, guys. It's almost fall. It's almost time for them to start blowing leaves at 7.30 in the morning. And they spend all day doing it because they get paid by the hour. But they'll show up early in the morning to blow leaves around. And due to lack of regulations here, they use gas leaf blowers still. We could pass a law to make them use electric leaf blowers. We could feed two birds with one scone. It would make it quieter and it would reduce emissions. That works for me. I'll go along with that. Let's do that. But no, they don't do that. Maybe I'd have the energy to actually care about the sea turtles if I could get even an hour of sleep. But I can't because they show up early to blow leaves. So I can't be concerned with all this bullshit. You want me to be concerned with sea turtles? They're in the ocean. Fuck the ocean. Anytime I hear anything about the ocean, it's never any good news. A story from CNN says police in Miami are searching for a man who went missing aboard a cruise ship on Labor Day. What do you think happened to him? The ocean got him. That's what happened. Probably fell overboard. They said he didn't fall overboard, but I don't know. Unless somebody on the ship killed him and put him in a trunk and carried him off the ship. I don't know what else is the possible explanation for this. The ocean got him. That's what happened. He fell overboard and he succumbed to the ocean. The ocean claimed another innocent victim. And you can't watch TV for more than five minutes without hearing about rising temperatures and rising ocean levels. Like this shit's invading. The ocean is coming for us. The ocean is coming for land. That's where we live. And the ocean expects me to respect it. It doesn't respect me. It's a two-way street. How about the ocean shows me a little respect for once and then maybe, maybe we'll get along. But for right now, I'm not getting along with the ocean. The family of the missing man says, Something's not right. There's no way that my brother would just vanish into thin air like this. We want some answers. Today is day four and we don't know nothing about his whereabouts. They haven't found anything. That's what the ocean does. The ocean takes you and doesn't give anything back. It's not even nice enough to give your watch and your hat back to your family. You don't get anything back. The ocean takes your body and everything that you own. The ocean's a bitch. That's the truth. The ocean's a bitch. And I hear people defend it. I hear people say 90% of the water found on Earth is in the ocean. I can't even drink it. It doesn't do me any good. If I have a cup of ocean water and I drink it, I'll be dead within a day. Don't you understand? The ocean fucks me over continually. I don't appreciate it. The only people that really enjoy the ocean are freaks. The Coast Guard, the U.S. Coast Guard, recently arrested a man who was trying to run with a giant hamster wheel across the Atlantic Ocean. The man's name is Reza Bellucci, and Bellucci had a giant floating hamster wheel made out of buoys and wire, and it was self-propelled by Bellucci running inside. Now you hear about how free America is, and you hear about how international waters are an ungoverned, lawless land, but nope, that, that's not the truth. It turns out if a man wants to run in a hamster wheel... From America to England, you're not allowed to do that. Not on the U.S. Coast Guard's watch. Evidently, he's been trying to do this for years. Todd Gagashaw, formerly a U.S. Coast Guard, recalled what happened during a 2014 attempt, which he called by far the most bizarre case I was ever involved with. 
One of our sectors, Sector Miami, got a call from a concerned boater that there was a man in a bubble that was lost and looking for directions to Bermuda. It became really obvious really fast that he wasn't a sailor, didn't know the ocean, and was unequipped to do what he was attempting to do. We referred to it as the hamster wheel of doom, Kagashaw remembered. It's interesting to me that he says he wasn't a sailor. What makes a sailor a sailor? It sounds like there's some sailor gatekeeping being done here by the U.S. Coast Guard. Do you have to have an intricate knowledge of cartography for them to consider you a sailor? I don't know. I don't know what the qualifications are to be officially a sailor. To me, if you have a sailor's hat and you bought a map off of Amazon, that makes you a sailor. So what if he didn't have a compass and he's running inside a hamster wheel that gets up to 120 degrees? Who cares, really? Let this man live his life. Evidently, he keeps trying again over and over. He tried in 2014. He tried in 2016. The man doesn't give up, and the U.S. Coast Guard keeps shutting him down. Bellucci said, make me crazy. I've been five years like do this thing. They stop me every time. They save my life. I don't know need it. Save my life. I don't know need it. Obviously a very stable individual. <laughs> he's obviously prepared. It says he's got says he's got a laptop so he can watch movies when he's not running on his hamster wheel. Evidently one time he had a little standoff with officers where he threatened to blow himself up and he had a couple of knives on him. So what? Belushi said, they shot. They sank my bubble. No more bubble I have. Well, I guess he's really not a sailor anymore. You destroyed his bubble. That was his vessel. Bellucci says, dream no coming after you. You must follow your dream. That is what people say. People always tell you to chase your dreams. What they don't tell you is if you chase your dreams, sometimes you'll have the Coast Guard chasing after you. All this talk about the ocean, it's got me wanting to cook some fish on this burn barrel. What's up, Jessica? My throat's scratchy today. Just hearing you talk hurts my throat. Oh, that's how it is. I remember a time when a woman could speak her mind. Oh, yeah, really? When was that? You don't even want to hear me talk. What an asshole. No, I don't want to hear you talk. And no cooking under the desk this week, for the love of God. Why are you wearing tattered rags right now? Oh, that's just the Russian in me. Jessica, you weren't involved in the Cold War. How many times do I have to tell you that? What can I say? I like to live a Cold War lifestyle. A Cold War lifestyle. Get the hell out of here. Oh, okay, man. If that's how it is, maybe I will get the hell out of here. Maybe I'll go to the Galapagos Islands and live with the sea turtles. Yeah, you do that. Move to the Galapagos Islands and live with the sea turtles. And while you're on the islands, keep a lookout for a man running on a giant hamster wheel. I'll be traveling this week. I won't be going to the Galapagos Islands. Instead, I've chosen to go to the Midwest, a.k.a. the land where dreams go to die. I noticed a story this week from Mashed, how to make a grilled cheese sandwich in a hotel room with no kitchen. The story caught my eye, not just because I'm traveling, but because for years I've been saying I'm going to open a grilled cheese restaurant because I don't know of really any restaurants that specialize in just grilled cheese. I don't feel like the market's oversaturated. When I get it kickstarted, when I get it off the ground, it's going to be called Just John's Grilled Cheese Emporium and more. I've had this idea for over 10 years now, but I've never actually determined what the and more is. The and more I'm thinking could be strippers. A nice grilled cheese sandwich with a pair of tits in your face. What's better than that? If you haven't had a stripper feed you a grilled cheese sandwich, then you haven't lived. 
I figure we'll take body shots to the next level and we'll fill the shot glasses with tomato soup. This article says, believe it or not, you can make a grilled cheese sandwich in a hotel room even without a stove. You can make it if there is no microwave. The tool you can use is a small appliance that's included with most hotel stays. A clothing iron. It says you'll need an iron, an ironing board, aluminum foil, bread, and cheese. Ideally, grab some butter and a knife as well if your hotel has an on-site restaurant. You could ask for these items. How about if your hotel has an on-site restaurant, you actually eat at the restaurant instead of eating like you're in prison? But if you've been institutionalized, the article says, you can simply butter the bread, add some cheese on top, smash it together, encase the entire sandwich in aluminum foil, be sure to completely cover it so no cheese or butter melts through to the ironing board, and then use the iron to heat it up. It says it takes roughly 30 seconds per side, and while this method might take a few attempts to get perfect, it's a convenient way to get a little taste of home while you're traveling. I hope you guys are eating better than that at home. I mean, this is something you eat in prison. This isn't something you eat while you're on vacation. Me? When I'm on vacation? I like to order some Chinese food. Maybe some Thai food. Something that comes with a lot of little plastic cups. Something very wasteful. See you guys next Tuesday. Bye. Hundreds of people who identify as dogs gathered together in Germany this week. My question is, when you shit on the sidewalk and you identify as a dog, do you pick your own shit up or does another human come behind you to pick your shit up? I don't know how that works. I hope this doesn't catch on just because I don't want to wake up in the morning to my neighbors barking like dogs. That's the last thing I need. They're already blowing leaves at 7.30 in the morning. I'm going to go out tomorrow. They're going to be barking at each other. the next Tucker fucking Carlson. Sometimes my neighbor's dog shit in my yard and I don't really care about that, but if it's human shit, that's not cool. I think you could. I guess if you identify as a dog, then at that point it is dog shit. It's not human shit. And it's very easy to dismiss this news story and dismiss these people. But at the bottom of the article, it says one woman makes $10,000 a month on OnlyFans just by wearing a collar and barking like a dog. I gotta start practicing my barking, evidently. (laughs) I wanna get paid. Jason, you should be a man instead of whiny little boy. Call me a whore, you call me a bitch. You sit on the damn chat line. You come into my bedroom when I'm asleep. Wake me up for a piece of ass. And as for Big Bird, you need to go back to Sesame Street, buddy. Icancomplain.com is the home of this program. We're found everywhere that you find podcasts and even some places where you don't. If you know someone that you don't really like that much, share this show with them. Tell them to download all the episodes so when they're homeless and they're sleeping on the streets with mangy dogs, they'll have something to entertain themselves with. Your grilled cheese is ready. My grilled cheese? Did you cook it on the burn barrel? No, I cooked it using the iron. You really are living a Cold War lifestyle. Do you love me? Do I love you? We just met a couple of minutes ago. For all I know, you might be a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. 
I am, I am a pot, pot smoking, smoking jaded, jaded wild radical dropout. I love you. See you guys. <laughs> oh yeah. Nope. Nope. Nope.